It's 1029 The Hog with Borna and Mandy. And The Hog, very excited to welcome Candlebox uh, back to Summerfest September 17th. And we've got frontman of Candlebox, Kevin Martin, joining the program. Kevin, thanks so much for the time uh, here this afternoon. Great to talk to you. Oh, it is my pleasure. I cannot wait to come back to that national championship winning town. Yes. Thank you for noticing. Yes. We are a yeah, city fantastic. of champions as well. Hoping to maybe add another with the Brewers who are having a great season here uh, as well in baseball. Oh, a great so. season. Congratulations yeah. on that one too, man. Wow. Ma- Thank you. And Aaron Rodgers came back uh, to the Packers, so maybe we can win all three here things this year. That'd be something, good in right? Wisconsin. Yeah, so things are good. And, uh, and uh, after missing <laughs> Summerfest last year, it's great to have it back, albeit in September this year. And Kevin, it's so great because we still hear on the hog. Back in 93, we were a Laser 103, but we still play an incredible version that you guys did, I think, touring behind the debut album of Far Behind into Voodoo Child that we still play in our live music rotation. So welcome back for I don't know how many how many times it's a summer fest, but uh, always great to have you back in town. Thank you. Yeah, we uh, God, we love playing there. I mean, I you know since that first time we played back in 1994, I believe it was June of 94, was it? Um, I, we have, I think we had people climbing the fences and yeah. you know, all sorts of craziness happening at that show. It's just been a real treat for us to play. I mean, I played there with my other band, the gracious view, which of course is the guys from live that we made a record back in 2010. I, I just loved playing in that amazing city of yours and, and Summerfest is just always, it's such a treat. I mean, it's, it's such a really, really great festival and, and there's so many bands to see and, I, I, I'm just so. I, every time I see it on my schedule that we're playing again, I get I just get excited because I love it so much. Are you able to sneak out and see any of the other bands that are playing the day that you happen to be here, or the time that you happen to be spending in Milwaukee? Yeah, yeah, I've done that uh, almost every single time. Um, I know this year we're playing the same stage as Psychedelic Furs, which I am so excited. I I can't believe it. I, the last time I saw Psychedelic Furs, I was living in San Antonio, Texas. I was 12 years old. And I went to see them play at this theater called The Majestic in downtown San Antonio before I moved to Seattle. Uh, and that was in 1982, 83. <laughs> so um, I'm really excited about that. But yeah, I mean, I all the years that we played, we played one year that Soundgarden was playing and we were able to go over and catch their set. Uh, I've seen everybody from uh, George Thorogood to, um, to The National to, I mean, I... Uh, the hold steady. I mean, I've, I, I've, I've always kind of been able to, to get out after our set and go see another band, which that's what I love about it. You know I mean? When you have that artist pass hanging around your neck, um, it gives you a little bit of carte blanche with those other kind of stages, which is great. Oh, okay. So you're not just like standing amongst the crowd like the rest of us. <laughs> oh no, I do that. Absolutely. I do. I mean, nobody knows what I look like. So, you know, if I change my t-shirt after our set, um, I can stand next to, you know, a person that I saw in the front row at our show and they won't even know who I am. Do you have like a favorite beer stand or food stand that you go to while you're at Summerfest? Or if not, since you've been coming to Milwaukee since 94, do you have any stops that you like to make while you're here? Uh, that's, that's a tough. I mean, I think everything that I've kind of grown into uh, over the years in Milwaukee has gone, uh, except for some of like the, you know, the dive bars. I mean, um, there's a sushi restaurant that I love going to that's down on, uh, I think it's on, you cross over the bridge and it's on the right-hand side, uh, which I can't ever remember the name of it, but I, it's in my favorites and I always go there. Um, for Summerfest, I don't really have a favorite like place to buy a drink if I'm walking past something and I see that they've got, you know, a nice, uh, maybe it's a 
uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon up on tap, and I'll stop sure. there and grab one, you know. But mm-hmm. Classic. it's really just, um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just a city that, that I I just, I love everything about it. I love the downtown. I love the up there by uh, wherever it is, Myth, uh, where Jeffrey Dahmer uh, lived across the street. That hotel we've stayed at a million times. I mean, it's it's just, it's got a great history. And so I, I just love being there. I mean, I, I, I couldn't name one place there that um, that I like over the other. Uh, speaking with Kevin Martin of Candlebox playing Summerfest, it's a Friday on uh, September 17th, Briggs and Stratton stage. And yes, you mentioned Cycle Dog Furs playing uh, on that stage as well. It's got to be fun for a band, Kevin. It, you, you guys have played, you've been on tour on your own, and, and but done some of these festivals like Summerfest, because I imagine it's it's almost like anybody else going to a an industry convention where you just run into maybe, maybe it's your chance to run into some friends of yours or other bands that you never get to see and go, oh, hey, I didn't know you were going to be here, and that's that's cool. Do you ever have any of those cool reunion moments or or friendships that are made at a festival like Summerfest or any of these other big ones where a lot of uh, a lot of your bands a lot of your peers gather together yeah no we've like you know like i said when we went to see soundgarden um uh, you know i didn't know they were playing and then we pulled in and and uh and um our tour managers like oh soundgarden's playing in the amphitheater tonight you guys want to head over and i immediately texted susan their manager said oh my god i didn't know you were going to be in town she's like yeah come by the guys like see you after the show so you know, we popped in and, and we're able to hang out with them for a while and, and catch up. And, you know, so that, that type of stuff, when it happens, is really pretty special. And, and um, you know, it's it's just one of those things, like, when we run into the guys in Shinedown, we're great friends with them, you know. And uh, it happens a lot at these types of festivals, and, and that just makes them so great and, and so much fun to, to attend and play at. Well, I don't know what you're doing the night after your set, but the guys in Shinedown will be here on the 18th at the Rave across from the hotel that you uh, that you mentioned that you stayed at. So I was putting that out <laughs> no, there. No, I know. I talked to Zach about that the other day. We, we were rehearsals with him in Nashville just next door to one another. And I was gotcha. like, dude, we're going to miss you in, in, uh, in Summerfest. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I guess I, it's one of those things, you know. Um, you just you, you hope that you don't have a, a show booked the night that your friend's band's playing, but you know, in this day and age right now, I'll take any show I can get where people are healthy and I can play live. Right on. Uh, looking forward to it. What's very cool is the same day as the show, same night as the show, a uh, Candlebox's new album wolves comes out. So Kevin, is this yeah. an album that you guys have been, did you, is it recent or you, have you been sitting on it? Uh, some of these songs for a while, what's the backstory on the new record coming out? This record has been done since January of last year. <laughs> Um, we recorded it in uh, August 19th. Uh, we finished up in Los Angeles in 2019. Uh, I finished the vocals January of 2020. It was mixed and mastered in February and ready to go, and then the world shut down. So I've been sitting on this record almost two years now. What is the significance behind the name Wolves? It kind of... It, it, it represents an emotion or a feeling that I have right now about society. Um, I, I mean, I've been making records for going on 30 years. Um, and I, I've just seen so much change in humanity over the past five years. Um, that's shocking. It's like this lone wolf mentality, uh, or a hurt pack. Um, or a, a wolf pack that's got, you know, one part of it that they're just, you know, I guess the whole pack is trying to, to fix. and But at the same time, they're all out for themselves, and each one of them needs to feed. And it just kind of feels like that's where we're at right now in society. And, and that scares the hell out of me. I mean, I, 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 you know, I haven't seen this much 
anger and frustration in my entire life. I mean, um, I've, I've been in some, you know, crazy places. I've been in the Middle East. I've played for the troops in the Middle East. I've been in Europe in situations where, you know, we've had to skip entire countries because of uprisings and stuff, but I haven't seen what I'm seeing right now. And not that wolves are bad animals because when they are a pack and they're working together, they're very, very productive and, and they're beautiful, amazing species. And, and, it's just when they get hurt, they get vicious, and um, that's what the title came from. That was a lot deeper than I was expecting, I'm not going to lie to you. And I think, you know, accurate, <laughs> considering what's going on. So, not to downplay everything that you just said, but have you ever seen a dog that looks like a wolf? Yeah, yeah, my friend's got one. I think it is a wolf. I don't think he knows he's got a wolf. Okay, <laughs> I have come across the same thing. And in fact, I just recently adopted another dog from the Humane Society. I was walking it the other day and someone said, oh, my God, is that a hyena? Like, why? <laughs> why would I have a hyena on a leash at a park? And also, no, I don't. Born does he look like no, a hyena? No, and your dog is tiny, too. So that's be a tiny, like 25 pounds. tiny hyena. A baby that's hyena. Case, in that case, it's not going oh to ruin person anything. person is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, bro. That's that's fine. Uh, very much true. Uh, Kevin, we'll leave you with, uh, we'll play the new uh, a song off of Wolves, which again comes out on 9-17, September 17th, same night that Candlebox is playing Summerfest. All downhill from here is the title of the track. And I, get, I, listened, to the, I listened to it a couple of times today, Kevin. I like the, tr- I like the song. It's, it's kind of like a, a tongue-in-cheek at the fleetingness of, of fame. What's the, what's the, what's the meaning about, behind the, this track? Because I thought it was you know, kind of fun, oh, yeah. but he had an interesting it's message fully, into it. Yeah, fully, yeah it's fully autobiographical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I wrote this song with Christopher Thorne from Blind Melon. He's a great friend of mine. Um, we've known one another for going on about 25 years now. And and um, we just were talking. Um, we were writing some songs for this record, and we were talking about life and, and, and what we've both kind of experienced and, you know, what they're going through with Shannon's this documentary that's coming out about Shannon and, and what Blind Melon's, you know, had to endure over the years and or, or you know, the, the successes and losses of, of the bands and, and I said, you know, man, maybe it's time to write that song about, you know, we've reached this peak and, you know, God only knows how long we're going to be here and, and how much more we've got to, to offer not only the world musically, but ourselves and our families. And, you know, maybe it is just kind of, this is the, this is the, the tip of the iceberg. And now we're just headed down. We're going to slide down the other side and we'll see at the bottom, you know, um, that sort of thing. So, that's kind of where it came from. And, and yeah, I mean, it's, it is, there's the line in there where I, you know, I've had one too many whiskeys too, too many times. I mean, that's, that's happened more often than not, you know, and, and um, that's really life in, in a nutshell for a lot of people is, is we push ourselves to these points where um, we kind of feel as though um, we've achieved what we want to achieve and, 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 let's pack it up and put things away. And, and not that I'm doing that, but you know, there's going to come a point in my life where I'm just going to be like, you know what, that's enough candle box. And, and um, I'll see you guys when I see it sort of thing. So um, yeah, that's kind of what it's about. Don't feel bad about that whiskey thing. That's where my night always goes downhill as well. That's a true story. <laughs> and swap it out to PBRs when you're here in Milwaukee on the 17th. Next month. I, there, you, I just, I'm not going to lie to you. It's one of my favorite beers of all time, especially when it's on tap. All right. Well, looking forward to Candlebox September 17th at Summerfest. Kevin, you guys as a band, you've always been great to this radio station. Mm-hmm. So uh, really excited to welcome you back to town. And uh, maybe we could get together and do one of these chats in person sometimes here on the station. So Thank, uh, thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. It's 1029 The Hog. My pleasure.